All right. Welcome back to another episode of Drunk Discussions Podcast. Today, I am joined with Colin and Logan. Logan, Colin, Colin, Logan. How Hello. you guys? Do you how do? Do you how do? <laughs> um, no, I'm doing well, man. I, you know, just had a week of, of working and now I'm not working. So, you know, can't get much better than that. Oh, yeah. Weather's supposed to be nice this weekend. Going to play my second round of golf, and hopefully it ends up better than the first. I don't think it's possible to get worse than the first. Honestly, what is your opinion on the weather today? Because I, I felt like it was perfect. Good. I I mean, it was a little bit of a shock from earlier this week when it was like pushing 60, and then it dropped all the way down to below freezing and started fucking snowing again, so... We're we're in that we're in that awkward tease phase in Ohio where it doesn't know what the fuck it wants to be. Oh, false spring, I think is what yeah. they're calling it. <laughs> I feel like it would have been a good day for like skiing. Oh, Got a new tequila I'm gonna be trying today. A Rosa Blanco tequila from Calarosa. Uh I like tequila, but Lauren got it as her anniversary present. Is that like a private selection or like a local distillery or what? I actually have no idea, but it's got like this cool glass bottle with a glass cap. Uh, it's an 80 proof tequila. It, I mean, it's 100% agave. So, hey, look, I like tequila <laughs> and it is very, very smooth. Um, I guess I should always How ask. How smooth is it? I don't know. Let's have a shot. Uh, Colin, you're drinking on what, what was it again? I got a bourbon, bourbon ginger highball. It's mm. literally just. Bourbon, ginger ale, a little squeeze of lime. A little bit of balls, a little bit of high. And then, Logan, I know you're drinking on uh, water, H2O, staying hydrated, my friend. Yes, I am drinking on Gatorade. water. Look, water I just, sucks. I just want to shout out you, Logan. Like You did the first step today. I'm proud of you. Going to the gym, getting swole. It's awesome. Yeah, I showed up. You showed Step up. That's one. all that all that matters. All that matters. And then you know, the rest showing was up just consistently. A bonus, you know. Yep. How do how do you feel? First day back. How do you feel? Uh, honestly, it it was a kick in the ass because like yeah. you, I went in there and I started running and I was like, holy shit, um, why am I tired? You know, like all right. So listen, last time it, I worked out was probably like went to the gym and worked out was probably like two years ago. Okay. And, like, I've taken breaks working out in the past, obviously. But I was able, I was always able to just go right back into the gym, get on the treadmill, and run just like I had six months before. But now I'm older, you know? So yeah. I got it, it kind of, yeah, it was humbling. I'll say that. Yeah, no, that was the same, same boat. I, when I first started working back out after taking about two years off, I was your age, right? And I was like, oh, going for a run is not like how it used to be anymore. Your shins are hurting, the arches of your feet are hurting, and you're just, you're out of breath, you feel tired. And uh, it was definitely that eye-opening bit that just was like, okay, I don't want to go into my 30s gasping for air or feeling tired. And yeah. No, I'm proud of you, man. Proud of you. Um, yeah, for sure. That was exactly my thought process too. Was like, oh my god, like, it, I I've really let myself go. I got to do something about this because <laughs> I'm not. It'll, it's only going to get worse. It's only going to get harder. You know. For everyone that doesn't know Logan or can't see him right now, he, when he says let himself go, he's not a he's not one of those Fendor wearing okay. mouth breathers. <laughs> He's he, <laughs> there's a difference between really letting yourself go and then just being out of shape. Yeah. Yes, I am out. I am extremely out of shape. I would say. Yeah, I I am out of shape for. His but my shape has stayed the same, you know. So <laughs> for, <laughs> for as athletic of a background as I can, I mean, I grew up playing all sports, dude. I fucking I like. I play golf now. I I used to play like beer league hockey, and that was a that was a workout. Any type of like skating or anything like that is a, a kick in the ass, and you have to be like in really good shape, even if you're just doing it casually. Uh, played baseball my entire life, which obviously isn't the most you know grueling sport, but you still got to be in decent shape for it. But I mean, I'm twenty twenty five going on twenty six, and I feel like I have the back of a fucking geriatric like osteoporosis eighty year old. <laughs> 
I have osteoporosis. I have osteoporosis. Have uh, you or a loved shit. one suffered with mesothelioma? <laughs> if you or a loved one has been exposed to asbestos and has contracted mesothelioma. You should really get on for doing those types of commercials. Your voice is perfect. You may be entitled to compensation. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. Well, uh, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Um, one of them could be the train derailment, but look, uh, I've got I got something that happened with TikTok I'd like to talk about. Um, had the anniversary, so I wanted to talk a little bit about that. Um, and then, yeah, whatever you guys want to talk about. But before we do all that, um, there's this guy in our channel called Rushing Running. Uh, and he's got he's got a competition. Uh, it looks like uh, he wants to offer me promotions. So hey, thanks for joining the channel and just spamming our channel. Uh, so if you want to hop on Twitch and spam us, we'd love it. Uh, and let's go ahead and roll that. Intro. What happened was we were, we got caught up in a drunk discussion, and then he burned the bacon. Where we talk about everything and know nothing. You know what I mean? So it's, it kind of seems like a win-win-win. Here's Gerald. Come <laughs> on, everybody, I'm dead. <laughs> Just draw a dick on it. It's not offensive. It's a dick. Everyone's got a dick nowadays. You can tell me more, because I don't know anything about it. Oh, Flapper's a 1920s dancer, you motherfucker. Um, got a lot of bagels. I like my bagels. Chug 30. Cheers. Salud. I mean, this shit's free, right? Monday morning. Time on in. And we are back. And guys, did you hear the news? Did what you hear news? The news? In Michigan, there's a competition Michigan. at Deja Vu Showgirls, the prettiest butthole in Michigan. It's a competition Saturday, May 20th. <laughs> there's $1,000 in cash prizes. VIP card members will receive 10% off admission. The best butthole in Michigan? Prove it. Join us Saturday, May 12th for our first ever Prettiest Butthole in Michigan competition. Earn up to $1,000 in cash prizes. Show starts at midnight. Call and ask for details or how you can sign up and participate. Uh, and this is in uh, at the Deja Vu Club in Lansing. And Wait, I, so of course it's Lansing. <laughs> what's the phone number asking for a friend? Uh, yeah, so the phone number is 571-882-0237. Uh, and the address is 1000 West Jolly Road. Uh, but I, I did see just write that down. <laughs> I did see this on TikTok, and I found out performance enhancing drugs is not something they test for. Uh, a bleached buttholes the better, but you do get docked points if you've got hair or dingleberries. So, men and women, if you want to have your butthole judged, I do recommend checking out Deja Vu Showgirls for a competition May twentieth. Um, we're not sponsored by them, but I think it's important to get it out there that if you've got a pretty butthole. Um, that's a thousand bucks. A thousand bucks could be used for butthole enhancements, a butthole lift, um, a starfish, you know, sparkle. Uh, there's there's so many different things you could use there. Uh, so I just wanted to throw that out there for them. Uh, maybe we get them some uh, extra buttholes for a competition. Uh, so but I, I'd like to know, Colin, what do you so think what, your butthole would rate? <laughs> what, I, what I'm hearing is we all need to go get our assholes waxed after this. Uh, <laughs> get a good group, group wax session going. <laughs> I wonder if they have deals for groups. I think we could get a group on for that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> download the app. <laughs> Tell you what, we should all get together. Surprise <laughs> Paul, surprise Tyler. Everyone shows up at Paul's house, and we just get a party bus. And the party bus, we don't tell anyone else where it's going, but we go get our buttholes waxed. And then we all go as a group of guys and see how we rank on our buttholes. I honestly can't believe we're putting this on the internet. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look. See, if, I, if I'm doing that, I'm going to have some fun with it, and I'm going to eat something that is just going to fucking, like, dilate that shit. Oh, you're, you're going for the plump factor. <laughs> like, oh, no. like an orangutan. The, oh, the pucker. No uh logan's like oh no so i think <laughs> i think if i was Mom, to get can rated, you come pick me up after the one ship challenge i'm probably a solid three out of ten. Oh, dude give me skyline oh, no. uh, this man they, calls they, me and he give... goes i'm bleeding <laughs> <laughs> can they give negative points probably. I'm bleeding. uh i wonder I'm, I'm wondering what the turnout will be because this guy's gone viral on tiktok and um Speaking of virility on TikTok, I had a uh, Drunk Discussions podcast TikTok hit 
for a hundred thousand views on the drunk discussions podcast. Um, but it was talking about the train derailments and I, I had an eye opening experience with it hitting that amount. Uh, one is holy shit. People will absolutely believe anything you put out there. And if it, if it gets the opportunity to reach a lot of people, you can cause mass hysteria very easily. And I enjoy it is, is also another thing I found out. Um, I, I posted Chinese propaganda and it, I said, this is Chinese propaganda three times and everyone in the comments freaking out. I was like, look, this train derailment's 10 times worse than Chernobyl. I showed them a map, a Chinese map of the United States and the damage area that it's, you guys saw it. Um, yeah, people fucking took it and ran though. They're like, oh my God, I'm, I'm scared. I got to move. I was like, do, do you people even listen to this? Like I put, I put it in a way though, that like it, you could see it and you could hear it when it comes to propaganda. I even said, this is like a conspiracy that I'm talking about, but people were like, nope, this is news. This is factual. And I think that's, I think that's nice. What do you guys think? I think that people have a hard time taking things with a grain of salt. For sure. Yeah. But I, I also think that, you know, there, it's only, some things are only conspiracies for a limited amount of time. So, like, some people also have a hard time the conspiracy differentiating between, differentiating between, like, what is plausible, you know? Like, I don't know how else to say that, honestly. I mean, there's a lot of reports coming in. Um, as far as radius-wise, I've been seeing a lot of reports coming in for birds flying out of the sky, rashes, all within about a 320-mile radius so far. I know you guys just got a bunch of rain. Um, so people have been complaining that the rain is causing asthma. But even in New Jersey, I did see that there was this guy who works for the U.S. government, and he does like air quality testing. And there's a website he could go to, and I wish I could pull it up just to have the you know proof. But he said that there's no reason for allergies to start, especially in the Northeast right now, right? There's nothing's growing right now. There's no reason for a pollen to be in the air. But all of the air filtration um, readings that were coming in with all the different hubs that they have for scientific studies on air quality monitoring we're reading in at like 52 to 68 and anything over 30 is considered like getting to like mid-grade allergies. And, um, you know, there was higher in yellow levels, uh, in New Jersey, New York, Boston. Um, so Boston. obviously it's, and, and it's right after that rain you guys had just came through. So he's, he's kind of saying like, this could be related to the train derailment. I mean, it's not like there's pollen in the air. Right. So I don't know. It's just, Something to keep an eye on, um, but yeah, I I, I basically caused a hundred thousand people mass hysteria, and it was that was that was interesting to watch it unfold in a twenty four hour span. A lot I just of it also feel like people two things: one, like people will take that and send it to people that they know will agree with it. So like, it all it takes is one person to send it to another person, and then it just kind of multiplies. Yeah, like that's a the lot nature of... of social media, but also. Like the other thing too is that I, like I've made jokes about like all oh, the rain is yellow and oh my car melted when I went outside like I I the rain was on my skin and I guess we'll know in months or years whatever it may be when I get cancer inevitably anyways you know what I mean and die from cancer just like most people do you know what I mean um, or fifty percent of people do I'm sorry. Um, and Important then we can person. say that it was the train derailment that killed me. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with vinyl chloride poisoning? <laughs> a lot of that also stems from just like the type of people that see it and like, you know, their ideology, like no, no one person thinks like exactly the same as the next person, but there are people that have like similar, like morals and ideologies and people that will just like buy into shit like at face value as soon as they fucking read it they immediately think it's true doesn't yeah. like they they don't go they don't bother to do the research themselves they don't bother to like find a credible source they will see something immediately put in front of their face and they just consume it so 
And then it spreads like a wildfire because most of the people that they share it with are like-minded. They already whether, think whether the same or not they confirmation bias. Yeah. So I found the group as sheep and kind of ran with it. But to be fair, you guys know that uh, algorithm that my uh, one TikTok channel's in with right now. You guys have seen the videos. I, I sent them to you. It's of really cool people. Um, you know, a little touchatism here and there. Uh, the, Just a tinge. It's a great, it's a great segment of videos, but the same TikTok channel that that video went viral on is the one that every single, every single video involves either no teeth, wounds on the face from drug consumption, or dyed hair in a very vibrant color. So I think my algorithm has fed our videos to a group of people. Um, I think that tells you something about your sense of humor. To put though, it you know? to put it nicely Poopy. in the group Poopy. chat, Poopy. I literally, <laughs> I literally told Connery that I'm pretty sure he curated his his TikTok to yeah. specifically people that collect spare chromosomes. <laughs> yeah, he did say that. <laughs> I there was this there's this one guy who uh, his name's Eats Muff. Uh, I followed him on TikTok. His name's Eats Muff, and he's he's probably like 68. But he sounds like the coach on Waterboy. He's got the gruffle yeah, in his I voice. Know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> sounds exactly oh, like that. Dude, why are you making? I encourage you guys to look up Eats Muff. It's 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 a great channel. Look, he's a cool dude. I, what can I? I don't know what the fuck he's saying, but he's a cool dude. I appreciate the uh, childhood spirit he brought to me from an Adam Sandler movie. And he sounds uh, relatable too. Yeah, no, he. Uh, I mean. <laughs> take a shot um i think we should Start take a shot yeah. uh, cheers cheers if donnie thornberry grew up to be a chain smoker that's what he sounds like i tell you what the dude sounds like <laughs> he fucking puts back two cases a day um jeez he, he smokes a he smokes a fucking like log of like marlboro reds that's an mm. understatement <laughs> Uh, there's I there's a few people that I follow now that one of them is uh, he seems but he seems he, he kind of has the same body as Logan a little taller kind of like a slender man look to him uh, but he wears a bikini <laughs> you and have a to roast him like that look I'm look, <laughs> I, look your your body fat percentage is nominal right you say letting yourself go and people think thirty percent body fat. We look at you, and you're you're sitting a solid eight. You know, <laughs> like you look or great. Seven. Yeah, but you know, um, there's a few things though. Uh, comments that popped up that I thought were pretty funny. Um, one of those is they'll blame genetic defects and birthing problems on that instead of the jab, which is always a touchy subject talking about it on a public platform. Uh, but there's to give you an idea on this hysteria levels. I'm two hours from East Palestine, so should we be moving? Imagine seeing a guy on TikTok and you're like, you know what? This guy knows what the fuck he's talking about. We should ask him if we should move, right? Um, one guy, Alex Chan, said, what are the little red X's on the map? And I responded, no idea. I don't read Chinese. Um, I, <laughs> I think that's where they nuked us. Oh, and then I did, uh, one guy also said, what does this mean? What do we do? And I said, drink bottled water, in quotes, DeWine 2023. Um, and then another person followed it up with, yeah, but I don't have enough bottled water for my livestock. And I, and I realize now that if you, if you sound confident on TikTok, people will influentially follow what you say. And I think that's a problem. I, I honestly think that's a problem. And and when people are talking about this whole ban of TikTok, I'm kind of like, yeah, don't get me wrong. I, I fucking love TikTok. I love the followers that we got from it too at the same time. What well, do you guys I mean, think? What, is the, what is the other option we do like China does and say that the youth can only use their phones until 10 o'clock at night? And yeah. then the next day they could start using their phones again. And we limit the amount of information that comes out for well, adults TikTok, to be able to read into. Like we're, we start yeah. censoring everything. And TikTok it's like, is a deglobalized platform for media. Um, yeah, now, that's what I'm you, saying. Like literally you can't be on the application. 
if yeah. unless you are of age and they have cell phones that they can basically control every every site that they're able to access and so and here's the thing too who's to say that some of that isn't already happening here to a certain degree i mean well, we really don't know for the most well, part what they're able to censor due to um national security like keeping us safe from ourselves kind of deal and i'm not saying that i hope that they don't i do but like how would we know i think i think looking at so for example i'm i'm gonna refer back to the video a few times just because when you look at the data of it out of almost 700 comments on that video i would say a good 50 percent of them didn't know about it they and they live within an hour of East Palestine. So the hashtags I used, whatever, somehow the algorithm met up with the people that actually live near East Palestine. I had people from Kentucky, Pennsylvania, uh, Tennessee, and Ohio all in the comments. I would say a good 50% of them didn't know that was happening. And one of the images that I posted um, talking about it, I had like a green screen effect, put the image behind me. Out of out of that, there was um, a chi on Weibo. Weibo is like a Chinese Twitter. Um, you to get the good viewing experience, enable a VPN, log in, and then act as if you're in China. Um, one of the posts, which I thought was actually pretty relevant, um, and not really propaganda per se, uh, it could be perceived as that when you're talking about the balloon. But out of a hundred reports, a hundred reports 96 of them were about the balloon and this was according to cnn um so they're like according to cnn out of 100 reports 96 of them were about the balloon the remaining amount were about the train derailment even though the train derailment is something that when we look at it and i say we as in china we see it as a 10 time that of chernobyl in the regards of fallout so they're like why is cnn Fox News, other media outlets not talking about this situation. And I can, I can see that because out of all those comments, out of 100,000 people that watched it, I would say probably 30 to 50% of them didn't know about the derailment or how bad it actually is um, or could be. Well, to uh, segue off of that too, um, I don't know if you saw the... Uh there were like multiple like local news stations that were on scene like as it was happening not only like yes they weren't technically supposed to be there because of the dangerous chemicals and they don't know like they were getting like the they're getting the air quality people involved in like testing out and seeing like what the damage was and i still think we don't know like the the full effects of the damage and like what exactly has like you know erupted since like everything's gone on but I mean, they had cops and, like, they got the National Guard involved, like, on scene, removing people, like, telling them to turn off their cameras, like, they're not covering this, like, how are you going to try, like, there is a massive black cloud, like a nuclear mushroom cloud, almost, that is just up over an entire city. Granted, it's, I mean, it's not like a major city in Ohio, it is, like, about as far east in Ohio as you can possibly get before you start crossing over into like Pennsylvania. Right. But still, like you know what I wonder? They're blocking people from like having the like there's people that live there. There's a couple there's a few million people that live there that like 5, need to know what people. the hell is going on. Yeah, five thousand people had to get evacuated fairly quickly, uh as soon as it started burning. I actually when I'm looking at how they reacted how they reacted is very similar to an actual nuclear fallout. And, I, and that makes sense. 15 miles away from East Palestine is a nuclear power plant. So I think what happened is when it came to an event like that, there was other protocols that were enacted that are similar to what would happen if a radioactive spillage happened at a nuclear power plant and um i'm pretty sure looking at the reports that a majority of those people that are involved in the crisis cleanup were actually brought in from that power plant that's 15 miles down the road so i think when it comes to the cleanup side of it there's a long journey ahead um you know i did see today that norfolk southern uh who's owned by blackrock and vanguard and capital investment group and a few other stockholders um uh, pulled a $100 million credit line today. So 
we'll see what that's used for. Either it's probably going to be for partial cleanup, majority for attorneys and lawyers, or we'll see where this goes. But when you look at the grand scheme of people that have physically been impacted by this, you know, animals have died, um, you know, they're having skin conditions, they're having the exposure at that level. Even if you take 5,000 people, you, you throw them into a lawsuit, you've got a hundred million dollar claim on your hands easily. So I don't know. I, some people are saying, um, as far as like conspiracies, like, you know, the, how a majority of Americans have guns, right? What is the ratio? Is it like 1.2? I think it's like, I don't know. Of, I, I think it's out of a hundred people, 120 guns exist. So like a 1.2 ratio gun to human ratio in the United States, but I, in like Tennessee, Kentucky, those Appalachian mountain areas, um, it's like averages of s- Appalachian. How did you say Appalachia? I said Appalachian. Okay, so yeah. hang hang on though. Before before we step away from this topic, have yeah. you looked at at photos from space of like California wildfires? They're worse than like exponentially. Like you see smoke stretching from here to Siberia type shit. Yeah, but like, it's also it's. And some of it, I would imagine, is PVC, right? Plastic but being do you, burned. But do you get what I'm saying, though? Like, it's it, like, yes, it's a huge cloud, and yes, there are chemical contaminants, and obviously, those chemical ca- contaminants are unique in comparison to like us burning wood. You know what I mean? Like, that's right. that's going to have a larger impact. But also, like, as far as damaging the ozone. Like, can't any carbon damage the ozone? Oh, I don't think it's the ozone people are worried about. I think it's. But do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I mean, if we're talking about the the damages to the ozone or though like that sort of damage, then I feel like a wildfire might be worse. I could be wrong, but because the the scale, but mainly like the thing I'm more concerned about is like. Obviously, that stuff got into the Ohio River. The Ohio River is, like, one of the main sources of, you know, irrigation and water, like, running through the heart of America. It's, like, how a lot of people get, like, water filtration systems. It's drinking water for a lot of people. And, like, to your point, like, a California wildfire, nine times out of ten, is going to be started by, you know, like... Smokey the bear. (laughs) No, he's there to prevent them. No, nine nine times out of ten, it's going to be started by, you know, just, like, the magnifying heat of the coast just bearing down on some fucking, like, dry brush or someone flicking a lit cigarette out somewhere just being completely careless. All all of that is just, like, it's it's burning, essentially, like, earth. It's, it's just burning, like, dry brush, whatever is out there, like, to be flammable. It wasn't started by some type of chemical compound that is used to make hard plastics that is, you know, toxic if ingested. All right. smoke inhalation is going to be toxic if ingested, but that's just because simply, you know, the carbon dioxide that's in it. We don't know what the fuck else is in this shit. Well, I mean, we do know yeah, there, was I mean, five, there was five different chemicals that were on it. Um, there was the vinyl chloride, um, isobutylene, ether. There was, there's like five other chemicals that were burned off um, from this. Now, to be fair, some of those actual chemicals have a very, very low flash point, which means they're essentially burned away. Yeah, the chemical they can itself basically no spontaneously combust and just go. But imagine, imagine taking a PVC pipe and lighting it on fire. That black smoke that's coming off of that plastic that you're burning off, you're inhaling. The inhalation, I don't think, is the bad thing, right? But the, I don't think that's a bad thing at all, um, because the air quality itself is already back to normal. The air quality isn't the issue right now. What the issue is is the water. Getting so, into you know, the water source and then the evaporation and it cycling through, you know, clouds. I know everybody's worried about acid rain and stuff like that, but like, what's it? You should be because nobody really knows like the repercussions of this and how bad it's going to be where it's going to travel like what's it going to do like all the like it's going to take like all this shit to you know figure out weather patterns and like just how much of it like got into it water treatment and stuff like that and i mean there's there's still a lot to be done there's still a lot of tests that got to be done 
The Cuyahoga River has caught on fire 14 times. Yeah. But that's, you know. Like, prior, prior to all of this. Like, I guess my thing is, like, we've we've had to be... It's been a concern of ours, contaminants in our water has. Because, like, ever since the industrial age, since industrialization, we've had concerns. And I do obviously think that this is going to have an effect because it's not a trickle. It's basically instantaneous. 25,000 gallons of this material just, like, going up in that, you know, probably... It was probably a matter of hours, not days, that it, that it burned off. So, I mean, obviously I get that too, but I, I have to think that we've got the whole water filtration thing down by this point in time. Yeah, I mean, some of the videos I've been seeing, uh, there, was, there was a lady that lived, I think, like 20, 23 miles away from East Palestine, and she went, made coffee, and then poured milk into her coffee, and the coffee itself started or when she was pouring in the milk it started Sizzling. bubbling almost like carbonated effect but couldn't that be just because she was using non-dairy milk and the coffee was hot uh, it's not like it's oil uh sizzling it was almost like a sizzling effect like you put bacon on a on a stovetop that's that's kind of the vibe i got at the same time what if she made coffee with carbonated water or something and was like, oh, you won't yeah, believe my water quality now. Yeah, but yeah. To, to your point, Logan, you also have to think when you're comparing it to the Cuyahoga River, nobody uses the Cuyahoga River for any type of, you know, like drinking water, bathing water, anything like that. Like it's not household water. But like, it's a that portion just, of that... the Ohio River Basin. Yeah, but it's it's located in like the most like north. Cleveland. Yeah, like the yeah. most like northwestern like area of Ohio, and it's kind of like locked there. Nobody, nobody really uses that. And I mean, Cleveland's a big industrial place. They're going to be dumping a lot of fucking shit out there. It's it's been polluted for, I mean, years, okay. like decades hang, going hang on. on. The upper twenty five miles has excellent water quality, and is an Ohio State scenic river. The lower half is much healthier than it was decades ago. So it says that uh, it is the source of that city's drinking water. The first 50 miles of the Cuyahoga from its headwaters in Gayaga County, I butchered that, to Akron, have been protected and healthy as they are the source of that city's drinking water. So the lower, the lower portion is probably not used for drinking water. Yeah, the, yeah. the lower portion that's like actually located within like the Cleveland locale, like in downtown, like in the city. Mm -hmm. Because right. that is that is a heavy industrial like you go outside of the city limits like on seventy one like coming from Columbus up to Cleveland like you see all the the coal plants and shit like that like yeah nobody's like factory even, waste and stuff yeah nobody's setting foot in that shit there's yes there's gonna be portions of it that you know are protected like that but no that like that specific instance that like the part that you're talking about that caught on fire was literally like just outside of Cleveland. Like it can be right. seen from the city and it's caught right. fire multiple times because they all dump all that shit in there. Cause they don't give a shit. It's, it's not really, well, I'm, I'm sure curious, it's regulated though. more than it is now, but when they say it's healthier than it used to be, that's not really saying much because you couldn't pay me enough. You probably couldn't pay like anyone in the city of Cleveland enough money to jump in that shit and feel right. comfortable with it. Well, I mean, doesn't that also, f yeah, no, I mean, I probably wouldn't jump in it either. But doesn't that also affect the groundwater? Like, even if it's not feeding directly into drinking water, doesn't it affect the groundwater? And then isn't that water evaporated and then rained out onto other portions? Like, that's that's kind of the issue with polluted sources of water in general, is that it spreads. Like, it doesn't... It can be... Um, filtered out by the ground like that's the idea is and the hope is that it's all, all of it's filtered out but i don't know well i will say this norfolk southern uh today actually showed up in east palestine after the derailment uh it says the president of norfolk southern made a visit to east palestine ohio on saturday following criticism from residents and political leaders about the company's response to the fiery derailment of a freight train calling uh carrying toxic materials earlier this month 
Uh, let's see. Alan Shaw told reporters Saturday he was there to support the community, but declined to talk about anything else other than that. Mm. Uh, so, hey, I'm glad that he invested 25 grand to the community, all 5,000 people that were evacuated. Uh, Wait, that's... but didn't he do like another thousand? Uh, yeah. So what's that like? Five dollars and ten cents to each <laughs> resident. That's pretty good. No, that's... no, 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 no. He did like a thousand per person. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he did a an additional like a thousand dollars per person per affected person, which I don't think that means like everyone. I think there's obviously probably qualifications, but this is the five thousand people. So I mean, out of all those people, let's say it's a thousand and five dollars. That's basically another um covid stimulus check uh half of one yeah it's it's not bad i wonder if they're gonna be 1099 for it do you think they'll get a <laughs> like they'll be paying they'll be getting less on their returns or whatever or paying more in taxes for the next five years it's, oh uh, shaw did comment Remember that saying, grant our company will be working tirelessly every day to get East Palestine back on its feet as soon as possible. We know we will be judged by our actions, and we're taking accountability and responsibility very seriously. It sounds like uh, stocks have probably dropped, and you got BlackRock and Vanguard looking at the stocks dropping, and they're like, uh, we should probably start putting this in the media and doing some PR about it. So I'd say... For everyone on TikTok, and because it is a deglobalized platform, and everyone that's been talking about it and sending out letters, I think they're the reason why Norfolk Southern's actually doing something about it. But to, like, to be fair, I think since 2000, it was like 2002, 1,700 train derailments happen every year on average. So it's not uncommon for a train derailment. Right. Um, like we hear about what five more in the next week after that happens. And it was like, they're not, nobody's talking about this. And it's like, we haven't talked about this in fucking 50 years. What do you, yeah, no, <laughs> oh, yeah, nobody's really cared to talk about trains, really. I mean, trains when it Until comes to all of a sudden they try to unionize, and then the next year the derailment is publicized. If you were a driver of the train, right? Let's talk hypothetical here. Say you were the driver of the train, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to take a wee little nap. I've been working my ass off. I haven't gotten any time off. And next thing you know, 20 miles before you reach East Palestine, you're like, oh, brake alarms are going off. I guess I have a fire back there. And you just keep on driving. You're like, you know what? Let's stick it to the man. Show him how bad our safety regulations are. I mean, it, their brakes failed. Here's the, here's the first issue. Issue one is that they shouldn't have to slow down in order to safely pass over the tracks. They should be able to go one consistent speed over the entirety of the tracks. They shouldn't have, like, up and down right. on either side. Like, that's just asking for trouble. Because you... Obviously, you would hope that someone pays attention the entire time, but we're humans. Like, you... All it takes... It, it takes a second. How fast are they, are they moving? I don't know. I mean, I have no idea on average, but... it. You, you everybody gets the thing about like oh texting and driving is dangerous because if you're going 80 miles an hour and you look away for a second you move 200 feet or whatever it is you know what i'm saying it's the sure. same with a train you stop paying attention for one second because you're human and you got to blink or something and i feel like next thing trains you know, could, flipped i feel like trains could be remotely controlled by an algorithm right tesla tesla self-driving vehicles do it and there's thousands and thousands and thousands of miles more of roadway than train well tracks. they could if you well, didn't have to account for inconsistencies in the train tracks i was gonna say you also have to account for you know the train system has been around since however fucking long it's been and the infrastructure that it would take to get that thing rolling to you know basically obsolete you know the like coal-powered train and stuff like that i mean that's that's just, I can't even imagine what cost that would take, how long it would take. I mean, uh, we, we, we've all lived in Ohio either now or at one point in our lives. We know how long it takes them to fix a goddamn road in Ohio. What makes you yeah. think they're going to they're gonna be able to pull that off anytime soon? Honestly, they really should invest more in public transportation. I know this is about logistics for 
companies, the country operations and but, profits. And... But we really should invest more in public transportation, like get a light rail going. Like you should be able to go 300 miles per hour from here to California if you want to and pay like a couple hundred bucks for it. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, there's you know been I mean? a lot of proposals out there for doing something like that, but you've got all these major car companies that are lobbying against um, having that actually done because it's going to take money away from the automotive industry. Absolutely, and they're right about that, and they have reason to fear. Um, yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not saying that they're irrational to feel that way. And in fact, it would probably be more cost-effective short-term to do keep doing what we're doing right now because our entire infrastructure is built around personal automobiles so like we would basically have to change every city and there would be inevitably people left out too in more yeah. rural areas well, the way the way that i think about it is you'd have to think of something like the light speed railway or something like that if that were to be implemented like all across the united states and like every major city you would think of it almost as like an airport or like an airplane in the sense that you can only pack so many people onto that thing and send it back and forth so many times. Like, I mean, people are still going to have their cars. People are still going to have the access. It's just going to be like, it's going to be a more convenient option if you can afford it because there's going to be a significant upcharge on it because obviously, once again, it goes back to the infrastructure and like the taxpayer money and everything that's coming out of everybody else's pockets to build such a thing and then it's I mean, just you could, it's minimal space like think it's about it like this thing as an airplane like other countries have trains being a primary means of transportation because of how small they actually are so you look at the uk for example if you're to take a train in the uk it's the equivalent to driving across texas to reach fucking ireland all the way down to india right it's so tiny of a of a span over there where over here, if you were to put a, a, a track from fucking, you know, New York all the way to California, you're talking about what was 1700 miles, 2300 kilometers. And that's bullshit average uh, guesstimation. I have no idea how much it actually is. But you know how expensive that would be? That'd be a, a multi, I would imagine a multi billion dollar project to at least do one line across the United States. Not only that, you'd be dealing with territory, you'd be dealing with different types of uh, legislation in each state that you're cutting through. I think it would have to be a federally backed program. At the same time, we could probably build one track for the cost it takes to build, you know, 30 seconds of a railgun going off that the United States shoots off every day. So, one, one singular javelin missile, <laughs> which is like, what, 1.2 freaking billion dollars? Yeah, and they're just fucking eating them off like they're candy. I, th <sighs> I think about it kind of like if you think about the, the Texas example, like the average length of ownership for a car is eight years nationwide, and it's like five years in Texas. Well, yeah. They got to drive fucking 200 miles to get groceries. That's another thing, yeah. It's so fucking... Everything's so far spread out. I mean, you've got China. China's, don't get me wrong, a large country, but when it comes to actually civilization, <laughs> it's all yeah, very you, close. It, you it all fits any, in the state of Ohio. You, know? you well, go that's anywhere they have in... a fucking train. Well, not only that, but, like, you go anywhere over in, like, Europe, you go anywhere over in, like, Asia, anywhere, they all have cities, like, their major cities are all, like so compact and like walkable the united states is just all over the fucking place like we have farmland on one side of the highway you have like cookie cutter residential houses on the other side of the highway i mean you look at columbus it's a huge example of that you have like unless you're in the downtown metro area like everything is so just like spaced out well you, you look at every single city in the united states except for Actually, no, including California. You look at every major city in the United States. Every single city has a train way running through it. And that's because that was the first means of not only transportation, but also transfer of goods in the United States. It was literally the first form of transportation in the United States. It wasn't boats. It was the train system. The train system was getting those goods to California and back during the gold rush. 
And then afterwards, you notice that the city's developed around the train systems. Uh, and then next thing you know, roadways started showing up because horse and buggy wasn't really doing it anymore. And they started, a, you know, the in the early 1900s, vehicles started coming out. Cities Mercedes. went from being very small towns and villages to stretching a hundred miles with uh, smaller cities and subdivisions in between because vehicles were the primary source of travel. So every bit of infrastructure in the United States isn't designed around pedestrians, bicycles, or even small vehicles. It's designed for hundred mile travel. And that's just the United States in a nutshell. Luckily, we got a lot of land here in the U.S. when it comes to other countries, and our population's small compared to other countries. Um, you know, I mean, you look at India; that's got two point three billion yeah, people. The, the density and, of population in America compared to the other, you know, like bigger countries, are it's well spaced out. Kind of makes sense, though. The way the reason that we developed the way we did, as far as automobiles go, in it cities, does. because like if you look at Europe where they, they had cars before us, like 20 or 30 years before us. I think Mercedes came out with a vehicle. What, the um, 1870s or, or 1890s? I want to say it was 1890s. Because you had... I could be wrong about that, but... Was it 1903, the first Model T was put into production? 1903, 1913, around there? I don't know. Yeah, but I think it was... Maybe it was 18... It was the late 1800s, is what I'm getting at, when I think it was Germany that Mercedes brought out the first car. Um, but it wasn't like a car that you'd think of today. It was like a motorized wagon, essentially. 1908. But, my bad. Yeah. But, um, no, I mean, but it makes sense, though, because at that point in time, Europe, for the most part, had all been extremely organized and developed, even if it was like... Obviously, they're going to have to redo the plumbing and like, you, you get what I'm saying? But for the most part, they already had cities, not villages, cities. And where we were here, we kind of like, we grew up 18, fast. In 1897, 11 years. So they had a vehicle 11 years before us. That was the Chesek company, Nesseldorfer Umbagabu. I don't know, later named Tantra in 1897. So 11 years before the Ford Model T. Uh, but that that's a good point, bringing that up. You, you're talking about plumbing systems. They went from literally throwing shit out of their window to having integrated plumbing systems. You're telling me that you couldn't redesign a city for pedestrian walkways or easier transportation when it comes to being pedestrian or bicycle or energy efficient, friendly, or even trams where they completely redid the whole entire plumbing system across the country, essentially, because it's, it's a large city. Um, so you don't have to throw your fucking turds and piss out a window. So you mentioning that makes me think of something that kind of goes back to the whole discussion about like you know it's it's human error like if you're the the train conductor or whatever i don't know if you guys have ever seen the video of a japanese scientist using a specific kind of slime mold and basically what they did is they had like nutrients that that would space out in like major parts of i forget exactly what city uh in japan that they used um but basically, they would have the nutrients mapped out in like major points of the city, and the slime mold would expand and has like hold it held it under like a certain light. You could see kind of like the veins or whatever, like the inner workings of the slime mold working out, and it basically looked like a like roadway rail system or some type of like grid that would show up on there. And I mean. Japanese infrastructure is already like fairly good in itself. They're really good with mapping everything out. Uh, they obviously have a lot of like trams and trains and like multiple ways of transportation to navigate the like every single city in there. They basically like kind of hindsighted themselves, and this thing just watching a slime mold go and like go from point A to point B and just kind of expand and go to like all the places that are mapped out like the city. 
this was more efficient, like it found a more efficient way because it's going to use less energy to go out and get the nutrients and not like overexert itself. And they like took screenshots of it and they were just like, oh, they literally lined it up over the map of the city that they were comparing it to. And it was just like, holy shit, this is incredible. Like we could have done it this way. Like it, Obviously it's like too late for it now, unless they were to just go back to the drawing board, completely revamp everything. And Well, you, know... you said the drawing board, but you look at Japan, we kind of, as the United States gave them a new drawing board, uh, you know, uh, okay, when that's, we decided that's a, to, all right. to bring that's a this different... That's uh, a different and, discussion. And, and, we don't and, know and, if we're talking about, you know, oh, either of the two it. cities. Yeah, let's but... say we let's say when it comes to city infrastructure though, let's be honest, Japan's now an ally. They're also a very, very well evolved city. Uh you look at the infrastructure of it, it's pretty well put together. Um, you know, and and I had the thought because living through a natural disaster, like I went through five months ago, Hurricane Ian, the worst storm to hit the United States. Um, one thing I realized Until next is, year. <clears throat> yeah, it's a once in a hundred gener or once in, what is it? A once in a gen generation storm every three years is, is, <laughs> <laughs> is what we're getting. But what, now what do we consider a generation at this point? Fuck <laughs> every single. So you look at Fort Myers beach, they're rebuilding, but they're rebuilding with new codes. They're rebuilding with new infrastructure. Everything is going to be brand new there to withstand a Category 5 hurricane. That's the game plan. That's the intent is, hey, let's see if we can withstand, you know, sea level rises. But we, unintentionally, we it wasn't due to humankind's involvement, involvement at all, unless you consider our hurricane involvement being global warming or whatever bullshit you want to think. Um you know, it's not like we had a bomb dropped on us in the literal sense, but we had an entire dis just level and it, and it leveled out Fort Myers Beach. It's basically gone. The entire area is able to be rebuilt. Um, and I think if you were to do studies, say five to 10 years from now, when you look at efficiency of a city, I think if you have a disaster, whether that be man-made or natural, impact someplace like take syria and turkey for example give them 10 years from now the entire city is basically getting rebuilt to withstand natural disasters if you if you don't know what we're talking about they just got hit with like a thousand earthquakes within a day um you know uh some of the worst in history so far uh 30 40 000 people died uh it's very sad very sad uh, 23 last i looked yeah, when I first looked at it, I was like, oh, 1,800 deaths. Yeah, that's going to go up. And then next thing you know, the next day it was 20,000. I was like, when I saw the videos, fucking hell, that's sad as shit. Um, I saw this video of this dad holding its, um, his child, and he was dead. But the child ended up surviving because he used his body as protection when the building crumbled. Fucking sad shit. Anyways, um that that city those cities those countries essentially have the ability to rebuild and i think if they are to rebuild i think there would be some fascinating studies over the next 10 15 20 years even of watching infrastructure having the ability to rebuild plumbing electrical communications being able to the the, the thing that i think is going to be an issue is 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 money right um if they can get the proper funding exactly um and but i think money is things made up everything Money, money is, is made literally up. made up. It's paper. I mean, it's yeah. money. Money is, money is a real thing. The economy is made up. We give we give stuff a monetary value. Yeah, money is real, and that paper and is real. I mean, if you were to give a blowjob, are you going to charge five dollars or a hundred thousand dollars? Money is a philosophy. Okay? Depends on how. And, and here's uh, the thing: like, it, put a price on a life. You know what I mean? Like that's that's where I'm getting at. It's like yeah. you, you can't do that. Money's so perception. like how much do you need yeah, to pay it's... to save lives? And right. but we can put a figure on that. Well, how much could... we want to pay to save a life. But if I ask anyone, including like civil engineers, who have you, how much what cost would you put on a life? Nobody wants to answer that question. I think there's an easy answer. You know what I mean? That. But do you get Priceless. what I'm saying? Do you get what I'm saying? That they're are they willing to spend the money and and honestly I, I don't know like but, uh, how can monetary you not value is a perception it, though you know 
How can it's you a not justify it? It's a perception, and there's a good joke about it, right? Depending on where you're at, geography-based-wise, um, a, a hooker is going to cost you anywhere from 5 to $10. But again, depending on geography, it could cost you $100,000, right? Adriana Cech, she said six hours is fifty grand. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, but that's six hours. That's a lot of time. That's a lot of time. I don't need six hours. Like, I'll take the frequent file mile. If I can make 50 discount. grand in six hours, you best believe I wouldn't be doing what I'm fucking doing right now. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, Colin, and the this is man to man. If you were to do the shit she did for as long as she did, 50 grand's justifiable. She's a trooper, she's an American hero. Not gonna lie, she's gotten me through some tough times. Uh, <laughs> no, fucking... My Y'all wife, Jesus. My wife even knows Adriana Checker. She's a she's a American hero. Y'all need Jesus. You go to church this Sunday, Connor, and bring your wife. <laughs> I'll tell the pastor. I'd be like, hey, can we do a? You prayer? seen this? You seen this video? <laughs> you do you see this woman break her back? Look, there's my wife, Lauren. My wife. Did you hear that? Come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. Lauren, come here. What did you just say about Adriana Chuckett? She's my role model. I aspire to be her. You got a lot of practice, but hey. Damn. Uh, damn. Look, Logan feels horrible right now. (laughs) He's just like, y'all need Jesus. Does that mean I can shave my head and shave my beard and become Johnny Sins? Yes. Look, you can be a hell yeah, brother. You can be whatever you like. (laughs) An astronaut, a plumber, a fireman, a doctor. That man can do it all. What the heck is going on there? That was weird. I Um, fix appliances, specifically washers and dryers. True American hero. That man has laid more pipe than a fucking. (laughs) That man's cleared a lot of. That man man has gone has laid more pipe than the industrial revolution. Hey, Colin, do you have a favorite when it comes to actors in the adult entertainment industry? Uh, I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to ask Logan, but Colin, <laughs> I know you got an answer. Preston had an answer when we asked him. I'm interested to know what his is. I'm pretty sure it was a dude. Interesting. Yeah, I, I got to re- refer back to that, that one. Well, but she's yeah. a guy, so. Well, <laughs> She's got a dick, you know. Oh, uh, I don't know, man. I I'm gonna have to go with Angela White. Angela White's a really good one. Can't go wrong with her. I'm I'm a huge fan of Adriana Chekic because she's she's a trooper. Did you hear that she got her back teeth filed down to help with oral? She's a trooper. Ded- dedicated what? to her craft. I'll give her that. Well, uh, she uh, did horrific. Well, she did a podcast with the Two Bears One Cave with uh, Tom Segura and uh, Brent uh, Cream Pie or whatever his last name is. Why not just pull him out? Oh, that's a good question. But she she said that because she's involved in a lot of um, mouth play, that the saliva actually decays your teeth faster. So her and her dentist are best friends. Like she goes in there, doesn't judge her. He's like, you know what? You want it done, I'll do it. But she shaved down her back molars to help with oral sex. And I don't I don't know. I look at her teeth, dude. See, I say I I feel like why would why would you go to just get dentures and save us all some time? Just Well it's it's no, I honestly I look at that as the same concept as fucking veneers. Have you seen the process of people like getting veneers installed? Oh yeah, they they literally shave down their teeth to like fucking nubs, like they'll pegs go spend almost nine grand fucking, in Colombia. Yeah, and they'll put the they'll put the caps on them and fucking like you know it's it's just fake teeth that are around your old whittled shitty teeth. What's funny um, is Logan has his in laws in the room next door, and we're talking about Adriana Chekic, Angelina White. We're talking about some high powered women. Um, I'm doing my best right now to be as vague as possible. All right. <laughs> See, no, I'm I'm gonna fucking lay it on out there because I've seen shit. One, obviously, Angela White is hotter than the devil's piss. Two, 
I don't know if you've seen, she does a lot of podcasts and stuff on her own. Like, she does with a lot of other adult film stars. She does, like, a lot of other stuff. Um, I can't remember the one dude's name. Uh, he's got a podcast called Stiff Socks. What's yeah. his name? Uh, uh, Theo Vaughn? Yeah, no, Theo Vaughn. Uh, but he doesn't do Stiff Socks. He was, a, he was an old Vine guy, I'm pretty sure. Um, does, Stiff like, Socks podcast. Comedy. Trevor does Wallace. Standard. Trevor Wallace, oh, that's who it is. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He... he Angela White was on there a lot of times, and she is advocating for, because I I have the same kind of mindset when it comes to a lot of you know like touchy subjects when it comes to like abortion when it comes to you know Planned Parenthood and stuff like that. If you outlaw that shit, it. people are going to fucking find a way to get the care that they are looking for. People are going to have. They're abortions. still going to do are it. Are going to have unsafe abortions. Exactly. They are going to have access to it. But it's not going to be in a like you know sanitized clinic. It's going to be in some fucking like awkward back alley bullshit where there's a lot of complications that can happen. Not to say that there could couldn't be complications in you know a Planned Parenthood like hospital setting, but she was advocating for you know shining a light on the adult film industry and like making it you know a lot less like frowned upon because you know it's it's a religious thing you're like you know any any branch of christianity whether you're hardcore catholic whether you're you know i grew up in a lutheran household you're expected to not do any type of adultery before you're married it, that's just the way it is and like people are making a living out of this people are like going out there like people are paying to see you do what you do and i mean if you're like it takes some guts to put your body out on the internet for the entire world to see. Everybody has access to that shit within the right means. And she's shining a light on that. And um, there's another, everybody knows who Mia Khalifa is, whether you watch her shit or not, because she's now like a, a super popular influencer. I don't think to she's be fair. been born for a handful of years now. Exactly. To be fair, she did that, not expecting it to blow up just to make some extra cash. And now yeah. she resents it because she's actually well, got like a master's degree. She's very well educated. Yeah, she's, and she's, she's like very smart. But the I thing with my her pussy is for the Internet. And but the thing money. with her is obviously she, she is of Middle Eastern descent. So she did a lot of niche. She did like she did stuff like she did porn. Like in a common for Middle Eastern, yeah, in hijab. Yeah, yeah, that is extremely frowned upon. If she was back over in you know anywhere in the oh, Middle she'd East, she'd have her fucking she'd she, she'd have she'd limbs cut off if she'd, she was back over in the Middle gone. East. She would not exist anymore. It like, would be she's received That's death all. threats from like governmental entities over there, like Syria, Saudi Arabia, like shit like that. They have like threatened to come after Hardcore her. Falls. Yes. Yeah, so that, that's another reason, like, Angela White, is she advocates for, like, people to be safe when they're doing it, and she obviously talks about, like, you know, what to do in the bedroom, how to please your partner, how to fucking, like, make shit more comfortable. Like, to be fair, she Audrey just seems like Trekker. a good human being on top of, you know, providing the service that she does. Exactly. And so, so and I'm, I'm going to refer back to Adriana check it, because she is, that and Riley Reed. uh, Two of my favorite entertainment artists out there, uh, hot new singles type of deal. Um, they did say though, uh, Adriana Chekik did say she was like, if you're if it comes to traveling though, it always becomes an issue. I guess she was doing uh, Snapchat at the time, and then she went to OnlyFans when it first started popping off. Before she got into actually doing like, you know, you porn and stuff like that, uh, she said traveling into Australia was an issue, uh, and she was actually detained. And put in handcuffs on her flight back out of Australia um, because she got caught. Essentially, just they, they, she had a reputation on a certain website, and they're like, "You're, you're coming here for prostitution. Prostitution's oh. legal in Australia." Um, so women no. over there had issues with it, and they're like, "Hey, look, you're coming over here. It's a conflict of business. We're going to report you." So the moment she flew in, they're like, "Hey, we're going to detain you." Um, before that so. so but there's angela white is australian and her big thing was like yeah prostitution everything is you know slightly less like frowned upon there but you know the distribution of pornographic material and stuff like that that's that's like a big no-no that's like some serious right. fines that's jail time like that's that's just 
awful. I love how Logan. awkward I mean, that Logan is. Like is. Cardinal sin number one, and obviously, like that being her, you know, home country. Like she's been trying to fight against it, and like she's like legitimately tried to like reach out and contact like people in power over there, and. I don't know exactly how far she's gotten, but, like, she's at least made the effort to do so because, I mean, if you're gonna right. have legal prostitution, if you're gonna be able to pay somebody for sexual favors, why is that so much different? Why is that so much worse? Or why why is that any better than, you know, you know, being by yourself, watching two people do the deed, and oh, fucking... Classic exactly. cold. Yeah. Uh, well, Logan, what's your, what's your thoughts on a cuckold? Let me. Okay, let's, no, let's we're gonna go down that road. We need to have Paul in here. Oh shit! Yeah, fuck. Oh All right. my god, that was the funniest. Thank you for bringing that back up because I'm gonna roast him over that. Oh, as of course, soon as he yeah. Gets home. I was gonna He's say, gonna be no, tonight. Uh, I didn't know what listeners. it was. I just say it all the time. <laughs> For our listeners on Twitch, you are, you uh, we, are either the cuck or you are the cuckold. <laughs> we're, we are going to go live again tonight when Paul gets home from the Bahamas. Um, but I think, look, guys, let's end it there. I know <laughs> how awkward it's getting for Logan with his in-laws in the next room. You can't uh, see his face content. turning red because he's got the background lights on going like red, orange, yellow. He, he's smart. He's smart. He's smart. smart. Hey, look, guys, thank you so much for listening to Drunk Discussions Podcast. Logan, Colin, thank you guys so much for joining. This was a fun episode. Uh, you guys can listen to us wherever podcasts can be found every single Monday at 6 a.m. Uh, and we do go live. Uh, we're trying to be as consistent as possible with 6 p.m. on uh, Saturday, Eastern Standard Time. That's twitch.tv forward slash Drunk Discussions. Uh, you can find us there. You can also find our merch. Uh, if you have any uh, comments you want to put in, we did end up getting an email, uh, and we've already talked about some of the stuff as far as it's coming to uh, like communications about drunk discussions. Um, we had... Hold on a second. Where is it? Uh, Belinda, um, she sent us a TikTok, and she also sent us some news articles in regards to uh, the train... Uh, derailment as well as groundwater issues and cleanups in Splendora. Um, so she sent me an article about one person dead after a truck crashes into a train causing a derailment on US 59 in Splendora. Thanks for reaching out. I appreciate that. Uh, if you guys want to continue sending us some stuff we could talk about, you can send that to drunkscussion.crew at gmail.com and we'd be happy to talk about it. Um, but guys, thank you so much for joining. Peace.